Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Red Dragons faithful. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Hosted by Bo Machanti that features Coach Perry and the next generation of today's Red Dragons players. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragon Football Podcast. I am Bo Marchant, joined with here with Coach Perry in the confines of Bo Ryan Stadium. And uh, if you hear any noise outside, I think the Lady Dragon um, soccer team, they might have a game going on, so we might get a little uh, background noise from that. But Coach Perry, another podcast as we get to it, not what you wanted last week, um, two and five. We we kind of knew what South Range was going in, 55 nothing. But we'll talk about this uh, homecoming game coming up this week. But I guess let's rewind through last week and just kind of take us through the game. Well, obviously, as anyone in the uh, area knows, South Range is, really has it rolling. I think somebody told us 26, now 27 games in the regular season uh, in a row. Um, you know, Kind of similar outings they had against Gerard in uh, uh, Poland as with the score they put on us. That doesn't make it any easier to swallow. You know, you, you want to be able to, to push up to their level and at least compete. You know, they, they scored the first touchdown. We came down, drove all the way down the field. I think we turned the ball over on about the seven or eight-yard line. And even though you don't score, say, okay, let's play some defense here and, you know, try to stay in this thing. And, uh, you know, they, they blew the top off. And, uh you know, certainly frustrating. Uh, you know, personally, a little, I guess a little bit embarrassing. You, you, you try not to live on the scoreboard, but uh, you know, don't don't love some of the things I see out there at time. And you know, I know I and the other coaches. You know, we obviously take it personally, and uh, you know, we we understand people are frustrated behind it. No one more frustrated than our group. And uh, uh, you know, back in here on Saturday, Sunday, obviously today, trying to trying to get things moving in the right direction. Yeah, and everybody everybody thinks uh, it's, it's easier when you're sitting in the stands. But uh, I see you guys down here. I mean, we're down here day in, day out with these kids working. And that, that room's filled with coaches. Oftentimes, you guys are in there breaking down tape, doing everything you can to be as prepared as possible. I don't. I mean, I know you've been coaching a long time. In terms of just the chaos and the injuries, the losses, is this one of the most frustrating years of your career? Uh, in some levels, yeah. I, mean, I guess the way that it's not. Um, I got to tip our cat or hat to the kids in this respect. Uh, again, Bo, you're down here on Mondays. You, you don't see a defeatist attitude from them, you know, yeah. uh, from anyone, you know, from the from the coaches or whatever. Like we fully expect to go out here, and, and uh, uh, sometimes you got to put perspective on it. We were kind of in a very similar situation at this time last year. Uh, you know, I think maybe one more win. Uh, you know, we had beat Alliance and then East, so I think maybe we were three and whatever. But coming off of two tough losses to to Poland and uh, uh, South Range last year, and then we went over to Struthers and and, and played probably our most complete game of the year on uh, both sides of the ball. So, uh, you know, weirdly with this expanded playoff format, I, again, people may be shocked to, for me to even be thinking in these terms, but you may only need one more win to qualify for the playoffs, and at that point. You know, maybe we do get healthier. Maybe, you know, uh, some things start clicking and, and, you know, we find some identity on uh, offense or whatever. But uh, uh, no one's throwing in the towel. That's just not the mentality. Uh, but like I said, it, it is very, very frustrating. A lot of the things that have happened haven't been in our control. Some things in our control we haven't done well. But 
these kids show up every day. They come down here with the great attitude and uh, uh, in many ways still the highlight of my day is coming out here for two hours and, and uh, you know, practicing and trying to get better. No, that's awesome. That's about, about the best thing you can look forward to is that if, if you're leaving here and you still know that, you know, the kids are happy and you're doing everything and, and everything's working. Let me ask you this. Let's go on the opposite then. When you go through a season kind of like where you are at now, what what are the things that you learn from? I mean, maybe kids can step up. We know that we know the rash of injuries at the most critical positions, but uh, you know, when you start thinking ahead to next year, I mean, what do you think? Like, hey, okay, we learned this this year. Or these these guys stepped up. Well, I guess what are some of the positives out of what you've got so far that you can look towards next year and say, hey, there's something to build on. The most, I guess, obvious uh, was the playing time that comes from kids that otherwise wouldn't have. And I got to go way back to my years at Matthews and went through a similar situation, ended up in that season getting a five and five. Uh, but what followed from that was an undefeated season. And, and that was really because a lot of those role player kids who were going to be in that position next year got that, you know, shininess of the Friday night lights out ahead of them and uh, uh, were able to come in with experience. And so, you know, I, there certainly is some of that that will occur here, you know, but, uh, at the same time, I've never been a, a coach that feels like I could just give up on one year and plan for the next uh, because of whatever. I do want to keep uh, pressing to try to, to, to make this the most successful season as possible. And, uh, you know, through that, there's going to be, you know, the other thing I would say to you, Bo, is that facing adversity is a, is a thing that I'll that, that in life you need to be able to deal with. Anyone can play and practice hard on a winning football team uh, and, you know, it's easy even to be a fan of a winning football team. Why are there so many Ohio State fans uh, out there? Why are there so many Pittsburgh Steelers fans out there? Because those are winning, winning programs, and people want to be a part of it. But uh, we have we have loyal fans here. We have obviously, uh, like I told you, a group of kids that that uh, I think will learn something from this, whether they know or understand that now or not. And as coaches, you learn a lot about it because I hate losing. I mean, this has been tough personally for me. I've had some. I've had some other things in my life that have been going on right now. I've been tough. I got this pinched nerve. You know, my, my my poor dog passed away last week. I mean, you know, just things like when it rains, it pours. You know what I mean? And uh, but again, a tremendous support system at home for me. Uh, great coaches that uh, want to get this fixed, and obviously our kids that show up every day and uh, keep working. So uh, it, it's life lessons, but you know, no no one's throwing a pity party for us either. This is football. There, there's been teams on our schedule that have dealt with this for two or three years that are getting better this year, and uh, uh, I don't feel like anyone's gonna, like I said, send us a card of sympathy for sure. Excellent. Once again, you're listening to the Snobs and Kaylee Red Jacket Football Podcast. It's powered by Brandon Miller State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio, right there on Robbins Avenue. Uh, sometimes, and I know uh, sometimes you say to kids, you know, they lack an effort in certain games, and you say nobody gets player of the week. But uh, was there anybody from this uh, South Range game that stood out and, and deserved that player of the week in your mind? Well, it, it really wasn't a game where you uh, – it gives you an example. You get a pick like this. Uh, take a guess. The leading tackler, forget who it is, how many tackles – how many tackles do you think our leading tackler had in this game? Oh, uh, well, I'm going to go low here. Four. That's <laughs> watched a lot of football. Folks. Four. Our leading wow. tackler had four, and that was oh. that was Chris Roshar. Okay. And uh, you know, I guess we throw Chris in a long kickoff return to get us down, and our only uh, really is 
chance to put points on the board. Uh, and then, you know, on offense, uh, I think he may have caught a pass too. So I'm pressed to give a player the game. And, it, and you know, again, I'm not mad at our players. And oh, we're not going to give a player the game. There just wasn't a lot out there. But I think Chris would be the kid that probably had, on the three phases of the game, uh, probably had the most uh, most complete games. And another kid that I, I was kind of proud of was uh, Landon Turner. And I, and I will say this. For Landon, uh, first play of the game, he took a shot on really was an illegal block, a play that I actually sent to the officials that said, hey, you know, you guys got to be on top of this legal crackback block. And I know, you know, you can look at a kid and you can see when a kid's hurting, his ribs were really hurting him. Uh, he's played everywhere for us. We've, we've tried him on the offensive line. He's played inside back. He's played outside back. He's played pullback. He's played center. Uh, goes in there, receiver, you know, made a couple plays for us. Uh, just battled, and I and I know that most a lot of our kids would have tapped out, and he didn't do that. Uh, so uh, you know, I might throw an extra Permani gift card his way for. But he, you know, we 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 know we can count on him in that in those terms, and that's what makes him such a great player for us. Nice. And uh, this week, uh, your last home game of the 2022 season, you host Struthers. I think three and four. You mentioned. Yeah. Uh, kind of take us through, and it's script knowledge. You guys know that. Uh, so big yeah, a lot, a lot of the other stuff that really doesn't, you know, really affect us. Uh, good for the fans, good for the student body. Good uh, for knowledge. It's fun. Good. So, I mean, script knowledge. You got to come out and watch script knowledge. If you only go to one game and you just, you just like the pageantry of high school football, that'd be something I'd recommend to people. We obviously don't get to see that, but. Um, uh, you know, Shudder's coming in. To me, the big thing is our seniors' last chance to play on this field. We talked about that at the end of today's practice. Uh, but uh, their their record's a little bit deceiving. And they played South Range really tough. Uh, they they lost a couple close games. They got an overtime loss. They lost to Streets Bros, who's been really good the last few years by uh, just a point or two. So I, I think that, you know, again, we talked to our players about this. No team stays the same. If you saw us bad performances, we feel like we're going to get better this week. We've seen them get better in the last few weeks. They probably feel like they're they're on to something. Uh, you know, I kind of like our, our positioning there, and I don't, I don't think they're going to think much of us, but we're in healthy in spots. You never know, you know, what might click for our team, and certainly we're going to put, put our, our best effort forward. But uh, uh, like I said, we've been in this spot in the, in the past, and we expect our kids to come out and perform. Um, and uh, against really good football team, they don't throw much. They they they're they're really big up front. Uh, they're physical, and they they kind of have an identity now, which is what we're lacking. Our rushing yards have been absolutely off the last few weeks. You can't run the ball; it's just hard to get any consistency going. Even when you make a nice play, uh, you turn that around with negative plays. So uh, again, we're trying to get our guys going up front, and uh, you know we can take a lesson out of the struggles playbook. Nice, and and uh, anybody on their team, anything in particular that these folks and Friday night they're going to see? Well, like I said, uh, you know, I think when you say struggles football, you think of a physical team that likes to play defense. And that's, I think you'll see some of that. But, again, that offensive line, I think, is really uh, uh, coming along for them right now. And they're, they're quarterback. A couple of good kids, but they're really – quarterback really scares us really fast. Yeah. Uh, we've got a lot of wiggle to them. we got to get a lot of hats to the ball. And, uh, uh, you know, because if he gets out in the open field, I mean, we really don't have the speed to uh, uh, to keep him corralled. You know, if he gets through, through the through the gate, uh, we got to look out. So, um, 
yeah, it's going to just take a, take an all around around effort, and like I said, try to find some consistency on offense to uh, uh, you know be able to say, hey, look, it's it's third two, we know we can do this and get it, or uh, on first and ten when the playbook's open, what do we want to do to get that second and manageable rather than second or third and long, which you, you know just really makes it hard to, to, to call plays. So. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see if we can do that. that that's certainly the uh, the plan. Excellent. And uh, the kids are out there getting that, what, their yoga session in right now? Yeah. So, you know, last year, I think our Mondays, we, we always, you want to try to let the kids heal up. I mean, a few days out from playing. Uh, last year, we did, like, kickball and that. We haven't really got it. Maybe kickball's missing again, but we brought it back against Philly. Yeah, we last year. Yeah, yeah, no kickball. Uh, Mario uh, comes over and does yoga with the kids, and they really have bought into that. And I think they said they feel better afterwards and such. So uh, usually Monday is a little lighter practice than uh, yoga, but I don't see why we can't do yoga, kickball, and practice. No, like, you know, you know, it's the kickball. Right. So something I, I got to put that in my notebook when I walk out of here. I don't think I could do anything about that. There's no. Oh, I'm the first thing in my body. I could touch my toes and be an operator. There's no touching. <laughs> I can promise you. Promise you that. Um, and we have our featured Red Dragon, Coach Perry. Um, who's going to be our featured player this evening? Keyshawn Talley, uh, senior. Trying to get all the seniors spotlighted yeah. this year. Um, and they, you know, I think I listened to Max yesterday. Like, you know, he's awesome on the puck. I think we get that from Keyshawn. Uh, um, he's he's done a lot for us. He kicked off, plays receiver, obviously plays in the secondary. Definitely get the kid, and uh, again, one of those kids that you know you like being around him as as just as a person. Just, just always, and he's always messing with me. And I think I take everything I just said back about Keyshawn. He's messing with me too much, and uh, uh, maybe uh, maybe we shouldn't have him on the podcast. But it's too late. We already announced. Good, good kid for sure. I mean, what I know every kid you bring in here, I you know, like, like talking to Max last week, man, like. You could just feel his, his, you know, you know, his passion and just how bad he wanted to get back on the field. I mean, it was, you know, it, it, I, I thought we were both gonna cry at one point. Yeah. I'm like, are we still crying? Like, you know, that's you just feel it. I mean, yeah, this way, you know, people, people, you know, they see, they, they see the record or the score, and they're like, ah, these kids don't care. But if you're down here and you see the young men that come in and sit across from me. Listen, they they care. I I I can sense it. You just you could just tell that they love being able to be a red dragon and play call or high school football and do one of the things that talk to Max about. You know, and and again, he's dealing with a bigger house. Yeah, you know. So he's. I said, Max, that is for respect. You're getting healthy, but this you you could have broken your arm and been in the same boat. Although this is business, like don't hang, don't, don't blame yourself in any way, or don't don't make it more. We want you to get healthy. And certainly on the right track to do that. And uh, you know, the, the the flip side of that is, is I told him like, oh, if you want to buy a new car and it was sold, there'd probably be a chance to buy another new car. He already he knows this. He's not going to get this back. But he's been a tremendous leader even in his, his physical absence uh, on the field and. Uh, uh, yeah, my heart breaks for what he's going through. But, again, looking for silver linings in this whole thing, you know, with Max. One day I'm sure it'll it'll hit him why he had to go through all this. And uh, I wish I had the answers for him. But, yeah, dude, I heard him on the podcast. And, you know, we've had those private conversations. And I thought that was one of the more human. I almost called you or texted you right after and said, well, how about that? Yeah. Because you could hear it in his voice. You yeah. could. They're great kids, man, and I, I wish we had provided more success for them. I mean, that's 
that's where I hurt the most as a coach. We're, you know, and we're not all in six. You know, we're we're two and four. And you know, I think if we play, obviously, I don't want to get any injuries. That's football. But if we prepare better, a couple things happen, and you know, maybe we're at five hundred right now or something like that. So, and I should take that back. We're two and five, but. Mm-hmm. Two and a lot, a lot, too many losses. Well, you know, it's all different. I, it, it, injuries happen to everybody, but, uh, you know, I was, I was talking, like you said, I was talking with you. Um, that's Chris Perry. I was talking at the pick game, and, you know, he was saying, you know, you know, I said, they have injuries. I go, it'd be literally like taking Patrick Mahomes out and taking Travis Kelsey out and taking when Tyreek Hill was out, take Tyreek Hill out, take Clyde Hiller out, then take Orlando Brown out. You know, and take Chris Jones out off from the defense. You're like, that's significant. It's, they're just not injuries there. No, our offensive line, I think, has been the one that's, you know, again, I said, if you took it. Yeah, you took, I mean, you take oh, not six, yeah. six of their, you take me without about eight yeah. offensive linemen this time. Yeah. And if you took eight offensive linemen at Ohio State, it might still win all the games, but you would know that it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be. So it, I just don't like to think of it as an excuse because every team yeah. deals with it. It's football. It's <laughs> If you go through a season without without injury, you are blessed. I've had one in all my years. We didn't miss one play to injury, and that was our undefeated team. Imagine that. Kickball? <laughs> well, what was the secret sauce there? Kickball, it's volleyball? The sauce. When you're golf, winning, golf? you don't get to hurt as much. <laughs> Nothing hurts when you're winning. You know. I love it. And we had – this is – I, I, I know we're going long, but – so, our quarterback also Matthews at a small school you're playing kids more than you would. Our quarterback played defensive end. And he was good or outside linebacker, depending on how you want to you want to call it in the fifty. But so he went in and blocked a punt against Youngstown Christian and he got it one of those right in the gut and he couldn't get his breath back. He's laying on the field and like, Oh, we're gonna miss an injury. A thunderstorm came. And there was a lightning delay and we had to leave the field. We were at Canfield High School. And when we came back, the officials didn't remember that he had to set out a play. So he was able to play the next play. So we didn't miss a play of injury. A little bit of divine intervention with that. But the entire year, played the whole season without missing a player to injury, which, like I said, and then it, it obviously ends up in undefeated season. So obviously injuries and, and how your season goes, they do have a big impact. So we are going to move on to uh, Keyshawn Talley, Coach Barry's going to go back. The kids are on the back end of O'Ryan Stadium. He might be right now. Oh, but maybe he might be. Okay. But Coach is going to have to go. Remember, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, all places where you can listen to the podcast. And Keyshawn, thanks for joining us now. Keyshawn, welcome to the show. I uh, appreciate your time today. Uh, I always love getting to see you guys and meet you guys in person because uh, we see your gender, your helmets, and jerseys. But it's, it's great to get to see, see you guys on a personal level. But, uh, I don't know you, so let's kind of backtrack. Let's a uh, football player your whole life, or when you're young, what what sport did you love the most? Uh, I definitely loved football the most. Okay. The first sport I signed up for when I was nine in 2014. Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. 2014. Um, I went all around the field, but I think I loved the most was wide receiver. Okay. Where I ended up today. And you got that long, lean body, so you look like a wide receiver. I mean, if you walk in and say, what, what position does this kid play? You're going to say it's got to be a skill position. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're nine years old, 2014. Uh, you're running around the football backyard with your buddies. Who does Keyshawn Pally pretend he is that's in the NFL? When you, in, you know, who's that guy you wanted to be? Um, I, they actually gave me a nickname. Uh-oh. 
Uh, I forget who it was, though. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember who it was. It was they were on the Vikings. I completely forget his name, but they I played with like older kids because that was Randy Moss. Uh, no, it wasn't Randy Moss. I think it was the Vikings. Stephon Diggs was with the Vikings. No, it was like later, like later, it, not later, <laughs> earlier, earlier, like yeah, like years ago. Yeah, was it Moss? Was it no? Justin Jefferson's there now. Yeah, I I could be honest. Chris Carter. Yeah. I mean, I always thought. I would be like Antonio Brown. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> but they always call me someone else. Fair enough. Now, so has that kind of been your – you've kind of been on the skill side for the yeah. most of your football? Well, down at LRD, I had to be a lineman. <laughs> so, lineman there. But how how was that for you? Um, I did good. I mean, I didn't yeah. like it, but it yeah. benefited the team. So. Yeah, you're on the field helping the team. Yeah. Uh, how does kind of how does that work when you get there? You, you're a wide receiver. You probably think you're going to be wide receiver. How? Did the coach come to you and like, hey Keyshawn, listen, uh, this is this is this is what we got for you? <laughs> well, they we've had this thing called cage battles. Okay, where it's like king of the hill. Oh yeah, but like in the cage, and I'd always end up with Antoine Gardner, our running back, at the final two. And we'd be there for like five minutes trying to figure out who would win. <laughs> so they knew I was like a good a yeah. person to block. You're tenacious, yeah. Yeah, so they just threw me at line. Right, so you got a great smile on you. Um, this this team, two and five, lost a couple in a row. But, you know, a lot's going on. Uh, for you personally, what's your mindset? You know, kind of how, keeping this team going and knowing that, you know, you know, victory's Friday, you just have to come out, perform, and execute. Yeah, I, I talked to our captains and most of the team. I just told them how we need to switch things and how we can't hang our heads low whenever, okay. it, like, one bad play happens or when they get a big gain or something. Um, I think back to our last couple weeks, and that's I believe that's one of the main reasons why okay. they, the other team scored as much as they did on us because as soon as we lowered our heads, we just gave up. Yeah. So I think that's one thing we need to fix. Yeah. So I love that. So you told the captains that, huh? Yeah. I love it. I love that. And this is your senior year. Yeah. So uh, a lot of reflection on that you're almost at the end of this. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to miss it so much. <laughs> and I always think back, like, I had a project today in school. <laughs> where I had to, like, say something about my hobbies. And I always think back to when my dad signed me up when I was nine. Okay. And I've been playing ever since. And I always, like, before the season always starts, I always prepare myself. Okay. Physically. And, and mentally, so like I'm ready for the season. Nice, and then and lo and behold, uh, you know, seven games in and uh, a couple more left. Do uh, you think about the last game and all? Do you have it circled on like what that night's going to be like, or I mean, are you gonna are you, did the seniors? You guys are gonna have a party afterwards? I mean, what's the mindset? I think Gerard's the final, like the finale, I believe. Uh, as of right now, and but you never know. Uh, all of us. One is ready. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. And. As of right now, we don't really have anything planned because we have high hopes of going to the playoffs. And if we do make it to the playoffs, then we'll figure out something whenever (laughs) our last game is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Closest teammate? Closest teammate. I'd probably say I've gotten real close with Antoine again this year. Okay. Yeah. Is that weird, him, you know, being hurt? No. um, We hung a lot. Hung out a lot during the summer, 
So me and him, uh, and to be honest, also Anthony Budak, okay, our new quarterback. Yeah, me and him have been hanging out ever since he came. He actually took me to go see one of his old school games out in Olmstead Falls. So I thought that was pretty cool. So Anthony Budak and Antoine are mainly. You mentioned Antoine and you doing your cages and you guys going five minutes. Uh, Are you guys obviously your best friends, but are you competitive? Yes. So me and him are always competitive. What's the one thing that he's going to beat you every time in and on the opposite side? What is the one thing that you're going to beat him every time? Could be ping pong, video games, uh, kickball, uh, eating hot dogs. What are those two things? You and then for him. Um, him, definitely strength. He grew so much <laughs> throughout the years. 100% his strength. He could beat me in like lifting or <laughs> throwing a dumbbell or something. Um, me, I don't, I don't know. Like, and I'm not trying to blow it to say he's like this real cool guy, but I want to say like catching because that's my main thing. But he's also really good at catching. Even out video games? Does that mean uh, we don't really play video games? We just when we hang out, we just. just uh, I mean, if you guys want pop pie, I mean, you can beat them. I mean, oh, I'd definitely beat them. All right, there That's what I'm saying. That means you can You know, you're like, oh, I got, I got it, I got it <laughs> on this. Uh, we don't want to keep you too long, but we always like to call three and out. There's just a few lighthearted, off the wall questions before mm-hmm. we wrap up the show. Um, when you're sitting in the classroom, and Niles McKinley, uh, who's your favorite teacher? My favorite teacher throughout my whole high school year. Does it have to be high school? It could be any teacher. I would probably stick with them. You could, you know what? Give me one from high school, and then you could do your all-time or elementary or middle school. Okay. High school would probably have to be Mr. Price. Okay. I always had the most fun in his classroom. There's a picture of me hanging on his dry erase board, actually. Oh, wonder why you're going to Yeah, I thought I And then all-time, I want to say it was Mr. Milo, and then I think she's still in middle school. I okay. believe. Yeah, she helped me through a lot, so. All right, fair enough. And then how about this one? On your playlist or your music, uh, what's that one song on your playlist? If your buddies heard it, they would tease you and make fun of you for it. That one song that you kind of keep to yourself. Oh, <laughs> I'm really trying to expose me here. Um, <laughs> look for you. <laughs> He's out there this phone right now. He's A Firework by Katy Perry. There you go. That's a good one, no? Yeah. There's not a lot of that. It's one of those ones you don't want to see, you know, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> And then the final one for you as uh, we get ready to uh, wrap up the show. Um, if you could go back one game and make a, a loss into a victory, uh, what game do you want to go back and uh, say we beat that team? Uh, I think mine would have to be Paul. It's been 10 years now, counting this year since we'd be and, and I just wish our team would have been able to do that, beat them through the classes. 2023 and low, 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 lower yeah. would have been able to beat Poland this year. Fair enough, fair enough. Especially since it's my senior year, too. Yeah, yeah, those are, those are the things. Yeah, I mean, uh, I do a lot of college shows, and I ask that question to the guys, too, and, and you know, you can just say if you went to Vanderbilt, you'd have them beat Arkansas, or, you know, you just do like, hey, like, you know, decade worth of teams. We haven't beat them. We want to be the class that say, hey, we beat them. Yeah. But, yeah, that's part of it. That's some kind of measure. Keyshawn, fabulous job. We appreciate you sharing your time with us. And, as always, thank you for listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast powered by Brandon Miller, State Farm Insurance, located here in Niles, Ohio.
This has been a C2P exclusive.